0: 22. You're tuned in to F-A-K-E, Seattle's number one radio station, R-A. <laughs> I've been making jokes um, almost, not every podcast, every not every episode, but most episodes I think I make a joke about how we're sponsored by a fake company, and I was recently told by somebody that that could get us in legal hot water. So No it can't. No it can't. Right? We're sponsored by HBO. Yeah, HBO. We're sponsored is my by Netflix. Yeah, HBO's probably our favorite sponsor. We're we sponsored so by far. Barack Obama. Yeah. Barack I do Obama. know him. I do know Fake him. Fake radio FM. Yeah, Barry. It's a great show. Barry and I go back. Yeah, that's my fucking boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We grew up in the hood of Chicago We're together. sponsored by hey, uh, HBO. We're sponsored by Netflix. We're sponsored by um the state of california state of california we're sponsored by minecraft mhm uh rhode island school of design yeah yeah, yeah. sponsored by um cia mhm fbi mm-hmm. cointel pro MKUltra. pro mk ultra <laughs> yeah 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 no, and one d- of our newest sponsors is actually viagra and cialis finally yeah because they know we have a an audience for it and they want to help us out. yeah man all right aiden tell the tell tell an aurora story
1: uh, Aurora Avenue story? Yeah, come on. Um, I mean, it was just, I had a roommate a while back who worked in the Planet Fitness on Aurora Avenue, and he'd work graveyard shifts at, uh you know, this Planet Fitness, and um he just would have a story just like, just about every single night about, he would just like, you know, he worked at this front desk at Planet Fitness, and he would just see Like graveyard on, shifts? Yeah, he would start, he would leave for work at like 10 p.m. And, he, oh. you know, he'd get back in the morning at, like, 6 a.m. Oh, and he would just fuck. say that on Aurora Avenue, like, multiple nights he would just see people, like, trying to smash windows of, like, nearby, like, fast food chains. And, like, you know, steal, <laughs> I, I guess just, you know, steal out of the cash register and stuff. And you always see, um, you know, cops going back and forth and stuff. But um, one story that's more specific <laughs> to me, I guess, is now that I'm remembering, is one time I was at uh, – office depot i was trying to get school supplies i was just you know it was like in the middle of the day it must have been like 11 or 12 a.m nice and i nice i walk out of this office depot with maybe a couple notebooks and some binders and i i hear somebody just screaming screaming for help i mean a, like a a it sent chills back down my back hearing this scream and he's running at me and I, and I look <laughs> at him and his dick is out and he's just going, help help me. And his dick is out and he's running right at me. And I was just like, Oh my fucking God, dude. Like, and that's just like a classic whenever you're in Aurora, it's just the kind of thing whenever you're in Aurora Avenue, that doesn't surprise you at all. It's just, I was like, holy shit. Like, I hope he runs past me. And he did. Thank God. But
0: he didn't stop and ask you for the time or something yeah <laughs> some teens pulled my dick out <laughs> <laughs> somebody help me i need help putting it back in my pants <laughs> yeah duh. i was one time i was sitting at vivace recently like I, I, I was sitting i'm gonna edit that out i was sitting at a coffee shop recently actually we're sponsored by espresso vivace <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah i was sitting at, i was sitting there recently and like i was just sitting like enjoying a coffee like reading a book or whatever and like some dude just like it was like at the stand on broadway and, like, some dude just, like, stand, like posts up right, outs- like, right outside of the stand, puts a boom box down on top of, like, the, like, newspaper dispenser or whatever, starts blasting, like, the worst, like, 90s rap beat you've ever heard, and just starts insulting people that pass by. That's <laughs> funny. Fucking- you look like shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, at one point, a woman walked by, and he was like, look at that camel toe. You're going out in public with that camel toe. I was like, dude, oh, my God. You got a fucking that's my chill My favorite in. brand of uh, like street people <laughs> People who like to hang out on the street. That's my favorite brand of them where there's like they're not really asking for money. They do have an option to give them money, but He didn't like he looked like fine. It was like I don't think that it was like I think he might have just wanted to do that. Yeah, well, that's what I mean too. That not not even necessarily people who need money, but people who go out like on uh, Pike and Pine a lot of people who just kind of set up somewhere and they have like stereo equipment and they'll just be really aggressive the entire night towards people. And then I don't think it's for money either. It's like <laughs> not a money thing. It's just like... It's for the love of the sport. Just to be aggressive and be fun. Uh, just be funny. Yeah, for the love of the game. Try to challenge somebody to mutual combat maybe. It's so that that like someday they'll get invited to a roast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're preparing for that. Anyways, welcome back to Fake Radio. Welcome, everybody. Don't really have too much of a plan for this one. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> we have a guest today, though. Yeah.
1: Hello, everybody. My name's Aiden. I'm the brother of Riley Urbano. <laughs> host of Fake f- 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 <laughs> f- f- fake, fake Radio.
0: <laughs> 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 Hell yeah, we love having guests on here. I don't know. Tell the story, man. Come on. Pinch hitter.
1: Uh I don't know. I guess I could get, I guess I could tell a story about high school sports. I've been, you know, mm. I've been involved in the sporting life my whole life and nice. whenever you join a football team, you're pretty much signing up to be involved in homoerotic traditions that take place in the locker room before games. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yep. You know, we're in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. For this, at, uh, Upper St. Clair High School. Which oh we're actually God. sponsored by Upper St. Clair High School. Wow. <laughs> we got <laughs> to um, stop giving Huge thanks to Upper St. Clair High School <laughs> for sponsoring thanks. this episode. Huge shout out. But, they um, gave us a lot of money for this. Before football games, basically to fire up these 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 morons, really, is what we were at the time, was one unlucky freshman would have to fill his asshole with, with gold bond, which just basically has the consistency of baby powder. <laughs> and he'd he'd be forced to lie on his stomach... And and we'd have to just kind of wait. And sometimes it would take a pretty long time. <laughs> we'd have to wait for him to fart. And then we he, it would make the like And you just see sort of this mushroom cloud, f- like, climb above his asshole. And everyone would go nuts. I mean, people were throwing helmets and breaking lights. and I just, would go nuts. Yeah, for sure. just because this guy was, you know, pr- it's pretty humiliating, too. I mean, no one ever wants to be the guy that <laughs> is forced to, you know, be the pow. It's called Powder Puff, to be the Powder Puffer, but pretty unfortunate really
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever really done gayer shit in my life than uh w- when like uh ross is trying to get me to like train mma with him. it's that like, is really gay yeah it's super gay i think all high school sports are gay i did a uh, wrestling for a brief stint in high school and i remember everybody i think in the span of maybe i did it for maybe a few weeks um everybody got ringworm except me <laughs> and then i heard there's a really really small kid on the team who was also a uh a coxswain like the the small person who sits at the front of oh yeah i wrote yeah. Prue, dude i know about coxswains. okay so yeah it was this guy named I, whatever who gives a shit is this guy named blake and he and he and he uh he was like he sat as like the coxswain um of the boat and he was like maybe maybe five foot three or four Really small guy. Oh, yeah. And on the wrestling team, he was also on it for some reason. He was just constantly humiliated by everybody else, but he was also, like, really loved by everybody else. And I remember (laughs) the one time I decided to not go home and take a shower, like, in my own shower and, like, to take a shower at the school, I walked into the showers and, like, there were two guys peeing on him. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna shower at home today. <laughs> and so I just left. And so I, I s- naturally started pissing on and him then, too. And then I short and then I quit the I quit the wrestling team shortly after. Oh come that. on! A little piss and JB fucking <laughs> goes did. running. And the, just what, a little bit it, of piss. You know what's true? It's like it's I. It was sort of a a shallow thing for me to do, but also, like, anybody who was on the wrestling team was just sort of a social outcast in some way or another. Like, they were weird. Like, nobody on the wrestling team was, like, popular, quote-unquote. They were just, like, the big, like, guys. I mean, wrestlers
1: wrestlers are really weird, but I think whenever you're in high school, I don't know about in college, but definitely in high school, like, the weirdest... Athletes at the school are definitely the swimmers. Like the swimmers yeah, just have true. such a weird energy to them. They're always up so early. They're like, always naked. They're always naked and they're always talking about swimming. You know? Yeah.
0: I don't get that. They're like, come join us. It's good in the it's pool. It's not
1: good. Dude, it sucks. Come I like, wake us. up before school and I swim. I don't eat anything all day. And then after school, I swim again. It's great. You should do it too. Yeah. My
0: eyes are constantly red from all the chlorine that I dump in there. Yeah. It makes me look like a fucking psycho. Oh my God. But I bet some nice swimmers. Yeah. But I think the real psychos are the hockey players, dude. Dude, there was a kid on the hockey team that I went to fucking high school with (laughs) that, like, basically, like, he got concussed so many times that he, like, became retarded. <laughs> like, yeah. He, ended, yep. he missed a whole grade of school. That's so fucking real. <laughs> like, he got concussed so many times that they were like, this kid can't even, like, we need to, like, bring him out for a year. And then he came back, and it was like, he was, like, really different. Like, his personality was different. And then he went to college, and he flunked out immediately. I mean, it's like, it really fucked his life up. Well, it's like, it's like I think I had a, there was a kid I knew who had been concussed maybe nine times. Jesus and he Christ. Ever, I think that he was like talking about the next time he got a concussion, he would have to literally sit inside of like a dark room for a year. He like, <laughs> like, it was just ramping up. From what I understand, it's like every time you get a concussion, you have to sit inside a dark room for a period of time. And it just kept getting longer and longer, the more concussions you get. And so that was sort of the ultimate punishment or like. If you get concussed again, you're literally just going to have to sit inside your room. Yeah, like, the one And of he the, was a fucking weirdo. One of the star football players from my high school, like, had that problem where he kept getting concussed. But he just, like... Since he was, like, popular because he was, like, a star football player, like, he just never, like... Was, I remember, like, one time I was at, like, a party and I saw him there and he had recently gotten severely concussed. And everyone was just trying to, like, control him and corral him so that he didn't, like, damage his brain. And then he just, like, took a chair and, like, planted himself right, like, inches away from the TV and just was staring at the light. (laughs) And
1: it was just like, (laughs) why are you doing this, man? Set the television just to static and do that. It was like a poltergeist moment,
0: but it was like a giant high school, like, jock.
1: Trying to see how, how much damage he could deal to his brain.
0: Yeah, he's one of those guys that when I was still on Snapchat, like, there were, like, it was like a rotation of like four or five guys who would like hit me up on Snapchat all the time and be like, dude, we got we to gotta make music together. I gotta this is What rap you learn when you
1: play football is that there's, you're going to have at least five to six guys in the team that are just heavily concussed. They're ignoring it because they want to play the game and they want to be a man. But I mean, these guys like I would sit at lunch with football players all the time in high school and. I mean they would just be be constantly bitching about how much their head hurts and about how like like some of these guys had vertigo. You know, I mean you name it. <laughs> oh, and they like, you know they're, they're just playing through these like you know these massive like <laughs> they, they they have like five or six concussions on top of one another and just keep playing the game because it's sporting life, you know.
0: Yeah, man wasn't there also brain dead at like 40 there was a kid on the high school (laughs) football team when i was in high school he was like when i was like a freshman like he came onto the football team and it was like wasn't there a thing that like if a freshman went into like the senior like locker room they just beat the shit out of him and they kept sending this one like kind of weird kid in
1: Oh, it was actually a guy in your grade, and his name was Randy. I th- or I think I can't remember. We're gonna name. stop saying people's names.
0: <laughs> I think it's hilarious <laughs> saying, his saying his name their name. Randy. Nobody's gonna ready. know. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> oh, Nobody's realistically Randy. gonna know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But sponsored by Randy. <laughs> they would send. They would send <laughs> thank you.
0: By the way, thank you to Randy for sponsoring this. Episode. They would send him in there. I, I actually this.
1: remember this, and they would they would send him in there, and they'd just be like, "Dude, dude just like it's not going to be a big deal. Just go in there. Just, you know, <laughs> just grab this one thing we need." And of course, every single time he would get intercepted by, You'd start like, wailing by, on his ass. My dude's waiting for him. Really, I mean, I, th- I honestly think it was coordinated between the freshmen and, and the seniors waiting for him. And they there, were in cahoots. And they'd send him in. It was just brutal. It's like they were almost oh my it's God, pretty man. hilarious
0: it's got this like i think high school sports behavior has this like primitive purity to it where yeah. it's like it's so fucking stupid
1: well, these are the dudes that end up yeah. in fraternity can't get that mad at it i think i think in the in, in the midst of, of all this you know physical abuse and mental abuse they they absorb just from being on a team they they when they get to college they they'd like to join a fraternity to because they, they not only do they like their social hierarchy, but they also like the abuse and they have Stockholm Syndrome. So they want to be hazed.
0: I enjoyed getting hazed. I'm just you did saying. did not enjoy getting hazed. I did. I, I liked it. <laughs> what did they do to you? Dude, they didn't let me sleep for like a week and just yeah, all kinds of other great. weird shit. It was fun. <laughs> that it was like awesome. you were
1: high. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard stories about hazing of like being forced to walk on broken glass. You get pissed on. Have you ever heard yeah. of the elephant walk?
0: The Elephant Walk? This
1: is a real thing that happens at fraternities. It's a, it's, it's a form of hazing, but this is just another one of those homoerotic rituals. That gets I think everybody's just really, really gay. It is true. And it's one
0: of the only places they can, they can only really get that out in sports or hazing.
1: The, and the I don't el- think I'm the first person the, to the say thing about that. about the that Elephant sounds- Walk... Do you not know what this is? It's like no, whenever. But I like
0: the sound of they it. Have to, be they honest. have to. to
1: all pull down their pants and, and expose their wieners, and, and then, you know you have your, <laughs> your trunk hanging out, and you have to grab the the trunk in front of you, and you basically make this ring, and you crawl around in a circle in the dark, and you're basically, I mean, it's just, you're fondling <laughs> each other. I mean, there's no nuance you here. Grab
0: <laughs> the person in front of you's dick yeah. from behind. Nice.
1: Yeah, and all the and all the seniors go, <laughs> look at them. But it's just, it is just. I mean, it's just gay. It's,
0: it's, it's it, it is gay. It's not Once the problem time, that it's
1: gay. It's just I wish that they would admit that they just are, you know, exploring a little bit.
0: Yeah, when's the first gay frat going to come out, huh? No, nah, frats are probably, like, just openly gay now. They're I like... Don't know. They, they are... It's the Greek thing, man. Those guys were... Well, it's
1: were, the woke thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's the Greek... I love that... Uh, I think Greeks... The ancient Greek uh, civilization was the best form of just being gay because... They were so gay that they were like misogynistic in being gay. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, like, they oh, oh, uh, fuck a woman. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather fuck a man. <laughs> and it's a guy who's like married with children. <laughs> yeah, because they're more sophisticated. I'd rather fuck a young child. Yeah, you know? no, that's 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 the Spartan way. Yeah, and uh, I really started a whole tradition for a lot of different cultures yeah man the only experiences i've had that were like comparably fucked up to like high school like athletic related shit have been like uh dude working in food service you really just see some shit dude you just see food and service to do some stories shit, are really good do you have any good ones uh yeah dude i worked at a gro the first job i had i worked at a grocery store and everyone like fucking hated me there because i was like a kid and i didn't know what i was doing and they like needed me to do all this shit and this like fucking like dirty hippie old man was like my boss and he ran like the salad bar and like every day i saw him like drop shit on the floor and like pick it up and just eat some of it and then put the rest of it back into the salad bar so keep that in mind anytime also you know what i learned recently about restaurants what Dude, you know those like uh, hand dryers, like the air dryers <laughs> that you dry your anywhere. hands up with. You yeah, I was telling JB that, like, literally, <laughs> like, and it makes sense because, like, you're in a fucking bathroom. Like, they literally just blow shit all over the place. Like, if you use one of those after you wash your hands, your hands are <laughs> dirtier than before you washed them, <laughs> and they're literally just covered in shit. And like, everyone at the restaurant is using those. I like, the employees are using those.
1: I think an important PSA also is just. As, as someone who's also worked in a restaurant for a pretty long time it's just not only are there rats in the facility where your food is being made no matter what restaurant you're going to there's rats there there's also hair and spit and possibly sweat in your food and this is just definitely, facts of life definitely sweat
0: it gets hot back there yeah i remember i worked in a uh, i worked in a fish uh restaurant <laughs> for 2 hours because I got there and I was getting I was like, OK, so I'll fill out my forms now because I applied to like work as like a dishwasher or something. And they were like, yeah, uh, we don't have the forms today, so you can just go ahead and work and we'll pay you like we'll, we'll add it on to your to your, you know, hours or whatever. And uh, they clocked me in. Then I went to the back and there was just like these two there was these two mexican dudes who didn't speak any english at all and there was like a white guy who was probably like seven feet tall (laughs) and i asked him blake griffin and i was like i was like what's going on here yeah maybe maybe it was Blake Griffin. (laughs) it could have been uh i was like what's going on like do you have like gloves like what am i supposed to be doing here it's like yeah just like scrape these plates and put them in the thing like that big like uh transformer looking thingy that like steams it and I was like, yeah, I don't have any gloves. And he was like, yeah, just use your fingers. And I was like, you want me to scrape fish off the plates with my fingers? And he was like, oh. I don't know. We're getting paid minimum wage. I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then I like <laughs> talked to the other guys, the Mexican guys, and they were like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you want a Coke or something, though? Like- <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then I was like, okay,
0: this is definitely fucked up. And then I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and I was like trying to scrape some shit, but I kept burning myself. And then I uh, went to the back. I clocked out and then just walked out the back door. And and I went bowling. Yeah, dude. I, I worked w- at Jewel Oscar. I worked at the cafeteria at the first college I went to in Ohio, and uh, the guy who ran the cafeteria I worked at was literally like he had an eye patch and a peg leg. He was like a mad old man who looked like I a pirate. That. Yeah, he like he wants he's like want, he's like Willem Dafoe in that. He's movie. just ordering the people around. House. Oh, it's a good ass movie, dude. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Aiden, have you seen that movie, The Lighthouse?
1: i actually not seen The Lighthouse. I haven't. I, I, the good. only thing I've heard about it is, like, I think everybody that I know that has seen The Lighthouse just alludes to some kind of foul play with tentacles.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't remember. About it. Yeah, dude, at the end, Robert Pattinson, um, you know, sucks the tentacles off, jerks them off, kisses them. Yeah, that's just right. I remember. Yeah, Willem Dafoe <laughs> takes out his cock and it's actually just a, a giant octopus. Yeah, just an eldritch <laughs> abomination. Yeah, it's a very eldritch movie. It's just like one of those cold movies. We watched Hard to Be a God last uh, weekend. I could talk about that movie actually for like... I think... Oh my God, I love that movie. It's just like a cold movie though. We were watching it and I felt really cold. It's maybe the wettest movie of all time. It's extremely wet and snotty. Yeah, Not okay. snotty as in like it's you know, like, uh, annoying, but it's just, like, there's a lot of snot in it. Yeah, almost every character, like, sneezes. Constantly rubbing their nose or doing one of those farmer blows. Like, where just flicking like... boogers. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. No, yeah, it's, like, this movie about, like, uh, I don't know, it's, like, set in, like, the Dark Ages or whatever of, like, an alien planet and an Earth scientist is trying to, like, trigger the Renaissance, but they just they just love living in, like, grime and filth and, like, killing intellectuals. So it's just, like, this perpetual dark age, and it was, like, filmed over, like, ten years in, like, rural Russia and, like, former Soviet states, and it's just, like, one of the most brutally disgusting movies I've ever seen in my life, but at the same time, it's, like, strangely beautiful and funny. and It's pretty funny at some points, but yeah. it also is really, really disgusting. Yeah, it's a freak show of a movie. Yeah, man. Long. I don't know. What's your favorite movie, Aiden?
1: I... Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know about a favorite movie, but the most recent movie I saw was Taxi Driver, which I mm. love your guys' opinion on Taxi Driver because I've seen it three times now and I still okay. have no idea what Scorsese is trying to say with that movie at all.
0: Uh, what do you think? I think it's a commentary on the alienation of Vietnam veterans when they come back, especially when they're younger from their generation. I think it's a commentary on how it's cool to shave your head and buy a gun, <laughs> and that's. The, I mean, you know, the shit I just said is sort of secondary. The main <laughs> thing was get a mohawk, eat some ding dongs, do some pull ups, and then go. See, uh, Z- like, ding dongs at one point
1: that uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, protagonist character says every muscle needs to be tight we need to keep things tight it's just i don't know it's just like i live by that he's really the original incel i mean what year is that movie from 76 yeah Yeah, 76 some point but i couldn't believe how old it was when i was watching it i mean it's 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 a it's a really fucking good movie yeah it was Um, good it's 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 like i
0: I always feel scared to say that it is a good movie because people get a lot of i think Men get a lot of shit for liking that movie. Yeah, you know like what? Like, we're oppressed, but it's like... Uh, you, know you know what, folks? I'm getting real tired of this. Yeah, exactly. Here's but it is it, it is objectively a good movie. I was talking with Riley about... Really, like, the genre of, like, quote-unquote male manipulator movies is filled with some movies that are kind of shitty, but then also there's some movies that are really good. Yeah, it's like Fight Club, Take It or Leave It. Right. I don't know what else you put in there. Pulp Fiction, Frankly, Take it or, fiction. it or Leave It. Pulp Fiction. Wait, what's up?
1: I thought you hated Fight Club.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, take it or leave it. It's like, I don't know. I think it's like it's like a mildly entertaining movie. It's like yeah. I mean, you you know what? It's like one of those things where like not to be like a grumpy like like fucking like boomer about it, but it's like movies really have gotten so much worse than even a bad movie from the 90s is probably better than most movies being made now. Well,
1: I mean, right now it's just what what Marvel remake or you know what Marvel movie or like what remake are you going to go see? Because I mean it's all bullshit. It's, everybody's yeah. just trying to run up the numbers of the box office nowadays. There's no art being produced in, you know in that industry anymore. Yeah, uh, but um, Nightcrawler. Have you yeah, seen Nightcrawler. Yeah, we're talking about it? Nightcrawler. I've not seen Nightcrawler.
0: Oh, that's, that's definitely a good, that's a good movie. That's a movie that I will stand. I will defend as if what, somebody. Calls what year me is man, that? Manipular. That's was, recent, yeah. It's recent. It was like 2016 or 17, but it has a uh, oh, wow. Ahmed and um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, like just basically like uh, showing up to crime scenes before the cops do and taking pictures to sell like the news. Yeah, like it's Ouija, re- and it starts. It gets to a point where he's sort of preempting crimes, like he's creating situations for crimes to take place. Uh, before uh, they leads, happen folks. and then and then filming them so that he has the first scoop before anybody shows up or like uh, that's like, really interesting it's really it's really good it's like a and he's a total like it's psycho just
1: an original
0: yeah you said it was based off of some guy well yeah but it's not like it's not like it's like a remake of some movie from the eighties. Yeah. like it is like an original script but it's it's based yeah. heavily off of a of a new york photographer named ouija who like he's like one of the legendary photographers actually and he basically wow, did exactly he that. He'd follow around like uh, crime scenes in New York and stuff. Also, uh Stanley Kubrick was friends with Ouija. It's pretty cool. New York boy Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Do you dig Kubrick, Aiden?
1: Uh yeah. I mean I've seen a few just because of you, but yeah kind of take it or leave it honestly mm. yeah i mean like kubrick is a.
0: Uh, it's like there aren't a lot of filmmakers left who like carry the tradition that kubrick started of like basically like i would almost call it like totalitarian filmmaking like he's like this it's like very like i mean like i don't know i like i i feel like i read a lot of very conservative politics onto his movies you know and then you couple what's, what's that, your favorite what by kubrick favorite kubrick oh definitely barry linden Uh, I also haven't seen that one I highly recommend I mean it's like it's very off-putting I guess to like people like I mean like with a lot of other Kubrick movies there's like an immediate like kind of hook you know it's like The Shining you got fucking Jack Nicholson you know going crazy you know or like Clockwork Orange you know it's like there's like an immediate like appeal when you hear what those movies are about or whatever Barry Lyndon on the other hand is like adapted from like this old novel by Thackeray and it's uh, basically about like the rise and fall of a British gentleman uh, in the years of the Franco-Prussian Wars, and he uh, he filmed it using lenses that he took from uh like the designed by Carl Zeiss himself for NASA that could like uh they were like formerly used to like photograph like uh shit way out like in deep deep space or whatever. And he basically used them to like uh only film using strictly natural light, and everything seriously like every shot of that movie looks like it should be in a museum. It's like one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my life. That sounds really good. But it's a very rigid, very, like, formalist movie. And this is, like, what I'm saying. I mean, like, Kubrick, I I, I definitely read really conservative politics into his movies. And, like, you read about how he, like, you know, was, like, basically, like, a dictator on set. And, like, just, like, very, like, intensely, like, dominated his actors and crew. And would make them just do, like, menial, demeaning shit over and over again. He, like, Mm. drove Shelley Duvall, like, insane working on The Shining. And, like, broke up Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's marriage making Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut, that's a great fucking movie, by the way. Still order. haven't seen that. What? The only Kubrick I've seen is uh, Clockwork Orange and um, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, a and good Full movie. Metal Jacket's probably one of my favorite movies. Vincent D'Onofrio? I just think that the like the irony in that movie is so good. Oh, uh, yeah. Like And like the War Mother character. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking well- re- He's like a, a racist, misogynist piece of shit. But then there's like one redeeming quality about him, which is that like he cares about like his like quote unquote brothers or whatever. Yeah, and it's such a good like, um, I don't know, man. Like for like modern masculinity or or I guess then back then masculinity, I don't wartime know. masculinity. Yeah, wartime masculinity. Like you're like you're a horrible person except for when it comes to like your your <laughs> my brother getting shot. Yeah, but Kubrick really is. I mean, like I mean. I mean, I like, I don't know. I don't know if people, like, still debate whether he's the best filmmaker of all time, but, like, I really do think that he's, like, a... At the very least, you have to grant that he's, like, one of a kind. Like, there's just yeah. never... There was never anything like him. Or really, actually, he's, he's more like, like, D.W. Griffith or, like, Cecil B. DeMille, like, those very early filmmakers of, like, those, like, early epic American films where it was, like... Or, like, David Lean, like, Lawrence of Arabia, where it's, like, yeah, we're gonna go out to this obscure location and we're gonna, like, build a city here. And we're going to get, like, 10,000 extras. And we're going to do this, like... It's it's going to be this massive fucking movie. And on top of that, it's going to be a completely original script. And on top of that, it's going to be, like, weird and psychological. And, like... You know, it's like... I, I don't know. Like, when Kubrick died, that whole approach to, like... like, econ- Like, that whole economical approach to making movies died. And just that's never going to happen again. You know, like, the closest thing to, like, epic filmmaking we have at this point is, like, the Marvel movies. Which is, like, epic only... It, it's CGI, yeah because the cgi, it's, yeah, cause the CGI there's no real like uh i don't i don't, I don't fucking know really saying, funny my like- my sister is uh actually like dating this guy in uh, london who works for the cgi company london that helps, town it right? helps to do marvel movies oh that's and like stranger things and shit like that isn't that fucking crazy he gets paid. Yeah, I think he gets paid pretty well too Well no yeah And it's like I, I imagine he does Cause it's like I, I don't even fucking know man Oh god To Hollywood Hollywood From Hollywood California Where stars make dreams And dreams Aiden what do you stars. think about LA? What's yeah your what do you think about LA? Yeah
1: um, I visited LA A couple years ago To go on like a college tour And as my plane was landing and descending over, you know, the LA area. I mean, just greater n- L.A. Just north of the city. I mean, there was massive, this is one of those, there were those massive fires going on, like just north of the city. So I, I saw them like out of my, out of my planes window, just these fires raging, Whoa. these houses on fire, This trees on fire. So you see all these fires and then you go a little bit farther and then you're just, it's just city. It's just, it looks like, you know, the sprawl, the grid, everything. And, um, spent a couple of days there. Um, the air was shit. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, I heard the smog is pretty bad.
0: Oh, it was bad out of, of there. Not only panties. because of the, I mean
1: it already has a smog problem just in general, but when it the, like paired with also those fires from a couple summers ago, it was just you could you couldn't walk around for a couple hours without getting a headache. And um, I gotta say that walking around in Holly uh, Hollywood is exactly what you would expect. It's an absolute trip. I mean, it's really besides like Disneyland or like. I don't know Like there's, there's massive theme parks It's really the logical End point of just like I feel like America Walking around Hollywood I mean Every single shop Is just trying to Shove like media And pop culture Down your throat And sell you bullshit That's true That's like pure America Dude Really yeah. And you walk on the Sidewalk And there's all these There's the, you know The stars With the people's names In them Half the people Are just you know I mean they're mostly Terrible people Mostly bang- banging children And stuff yeah. like that Of course So
0: i want to put Woody Allen's Uh star back. <laughs> was it taken off? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his star was taken off the, wall, hall, the walk of fame. As Leah Saudi might say, we should bomb Disneyland. But I mean,
1: if you think about <laughs> if you think about Seattle and you think about whenever you walk around and you see somebody like busking on the side of the street or somebody maybe tries to hand you like a CD with their whatever, their music. That they're oh, I hate those it.
0: guys because they always they hand you the CD and then they're like, yo, you got to Venmo me $20. Well, in LA,
1: That's it's like, up. in LA, it's like, it's like, you can't throw a rock without hitting somebody like that. I mean, they're everywhere.
0: They're trying to get. They're trying to get recognized, dude. They're I just I can't
1: help but feel like when I'm in LA that everybody there is just social climbing. You know, they're just trying to. Yeah, try that's that so, that's sort
0: of the issue that I have because man, because I I do love like the uh, I don't know the concept of LA, like the sprawled city. It's like a bunch of different little cities between yeah. itself and the weather and the food, man, and like everything, but. I think th- every the only real critique that I have, especially if you're trying to get into like any sort of art scene in LA is the is the social climbing aspect of it. And I feel like people focus on that maybe maybe too much, but I do think it,
1: it exists. I don't know. To me as mm. somebody who's well, I'm not an artist and I've never considered moving to LA. But for just as an outsider looking in, it always has seemed to me like most of the people that are big in LA, you know, quote unquote, um have Found success in some other city in the United States and then moved to LA. Mm-hmm. And the people that are actually trying to make it in LA, again, quote unquote, are just kissing as much ass as they possibly can. Yep, to, you know, true. Trying yeah. to try climb this sort of social ladder they have in LA. But yeah. I mean, it, is, it also is where you kind of have to go. I understand if you are like, you know, just an independent artist. Well,
0: LA or New York. <laughs> oh, New York, baby. New York, New York. I was just telling Riley that I found a place in New York on Craigslist. For nine twenty-five was a one-bedroom and fucking bed style. Wow, that's so fucking. And nice. it was that's like so f- nice, almost seven hundred square feet. I was like, can I move in? That's now? like basically this apartment. I mean, I work. I work
1: in a bakery and I make. I make a lot of bagels and something I've heard my whole life is that. Apparently, something that makes the New York bagels the way they are is, is all the, the, the New York City tap water. It's got to be the New York City tap water. Really? I can't help but think that like if you want to make a real New York bagel here in Seattle, you just have to piss and shit in your water a little bit and make it really hey. as disgusting as you can. And then you'll make a, a proper New York bagel. Oh Some Aiden
0: God. New York City tap water. What does that mean? Well, Aiden pissed in it, so. (laughs) I've soiled the water. Aiden, what's your secret ingredient? You're the best bagel maker in Seattle. Well, basically, we went to Staten Island and we collected roughly 10 pounds of dog shit.
1: Well, we we scooped the water straight out of the Duwamish River, which is sat right next to the Boeing Industrial Complex.
0: I had Jenny Durkin spit in the
1: water. It's the dirtiest water Seattle has, and it makes the best bagel you've ever had in your life. Just like New York.
0: You're going to love it. 20 years. You're going to get cancer, but it doesn't matter. Trace amounts of ketamine. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I've heard that ketamine is actually a very productive drug for doing for making anything on.
1: I've heard it cures depression. Is that a rumor? Is that true? I've oh. heard
0: it cures cancer. I've heard. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that, but that makes me want to try it even more.
1: <laughs> uh I don't know. I don't. So I don't I know. I think. I think. I don't know. If it was you, Riley. I think someone unironically told me that ketamine <laughs> cures depression. No, no,
0: much. it actually does. Yeah, they're like doing clinical studies about it because it just like almost instantly cures but depression. But too
1: much of it turns you into who's the Beach Boys guy,
0: <laughs> Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Dude, it's the same. It's the same with acid or like any psilocybin like a, like active like psilocybin drug. Like it's really interesting. How you, if you do dude, too Dude, it's much. like and and. I mean there's a whole it's not even a conspiracy though because like there's a real link to like trying psilocybin like active psilocybin drugs like like shrooms or um acid for the first time and how it's linked to sort of like curing depression because it basically rewires your brain and the reason it's illegal today is because of large pharmaceutical companies wanting to sell you like zoloft for 40 years as opposed to like doing like acid three times or something you yeah. oh uh, well okay well okay okay I, I know what you mean. i know what you're thinking right now i know that that's like, an extremely hippie standpoint okay but, like, joe rogan like yeah okay it's a joe rogan standpoint but i do think that it is a little bit real yeah maybe and my high school biology t-shirt agrees with me i mean dude fuck big pharma for sure though but yeah but i mean i'm just talking about like the Like psilocybin as a drug to help rewire your brain from being depressed to not being as depressed. Yo, what do you guys think about, like, Omicron 2? Like, is it real? I honestly kind of, like, like, I'm just like, maybe it's not real. I don't care. My friend actually has it, but I don't still think it's real. I completely agree with you because... I'm done. Dude, I'm totally fucking done. I got exposed on Tuesday to somebody who's supposedly had COVID. I had COVID in, like, late December because I went to New York. And then I got exposed on Tuesday, and I shared a joint with this guy. I feel fucking fine. it's just like when is it gonna come to the point where we're gonna like everybody stops their lives as soon as they're exposed to covid, and I'm sort of sick of it. I'm a little bored of it, it's yeah, we had to postpone annoying. the show, yeah, and if we you were, have we any plugged sort the show of, last episode, yeah, exactly we had a we had a show planned for next Friday, but that's not happening anymore. It's just if you're if you're a social person or you like to go out to bars or whatever or you have, like you like to have gatherings of friends, you've been ex- fucking exposed to it. It's just going to happen. And I uh, just like, I don't know, man. They also aren't even part r- recommending life,
1: masks everywhere except for on transit. So it's like, dude, I think nobody
0: fucking listens to that. I also though. think it's just kind yeah. of, kind
1: of insane how they're going to expect us to all, Wear masks on transit. As soon as we get off, we're gonna take them off and we're gonna go and do what we're gonna do. It's like what like what, what's the point, of, you know, to even have any kind of mandate at that
0: point. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was on it the other day and there was the Mariners game and like I think probably like thirty or forty people got on just like not wearing masks and I was like, Why the fuck am I wearing this right now? <laughs> Look, and it's I don't think like, this is really doing anything right now. Like I don't I don't know. And I'm
1: not one of those people that thinks that like COVID's fake or anything. I just think our chance to like get one up on the virus and like do any th- kind of meaningful thing to control the spread was decidedly missed years ago. You know, yeah, literally we years fucked years ourselves. You talk about herd immunity. Yeah. We fucked ourselves. Okay. If we were going to like, you know, try and mask up and prevent the spread. We fucked up a long time ago on that one, you know, mm. years That's true. ago.
0: Although I, there were companies that did there, were, or sorry, not companies, countries that did, uh, herd immunity and they, they still fucked up, but they still have way fewer deaths than the. US. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, there's countries that did it right, like if you look at like South Korea or Australia or, or, or New Zealand or yeah. like that, but the United States never had a shot. Okay, well, no. but
0: half the people, like, like I think, big part of the reason that America like uh, had so many deaths is because like people Obesity? are just <laughs> yeah, people are so fucking unhealthy otherwise that like any sort of disruption just could like just send them fucking spiraling. It's very, that's true.
1: Well, yeah. and also the. Pe- I, I don't know. We have a population of people who don't like to be in shape, who don't want to, li- and and it kind of overlaps with the same people. Not not one to one, but it overlaps with, this, with the same people that um you know don't want to get the vaccine in the first place. You know, so it's just kind of this perfect storm of and like once once we developed the first couple vaccines, it was like only people that weren't vaccinated were dying, and it wasn't any. Yeah. There's no secret And
0: they're also the people That are creating the dupe Sort of Variants Yeah The new world order Love it yeah. Love it Yeah Alright Yeah you gotta get Vaccinated to travel now Okay should we stop Talking about COVID Because we're gonna get A COVID warning No I don't know. I, I don't even know If we'll get a COVID warning But COVID also It totally It literally It literally isn't real um, Oh it, it was never real it was fucking invented in a lab to sell I don't even know by whom. what could you be trying to sell?: Who did it? Who did it? Vampires, it was those Goddamn demons. Chinese bats <laughs> Those goddamn Chinese bats established their own little society, and they started making these labs to create a virus. Oh, uh, Goddamn man. yeah, I don't fucking know. and I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about bats. Dude, tell a story, JB. Sentient beings. Tell a story, man.
1: (sighs) I can tell the story of how Miller's car was stolen on Halloween 2019. Whenever. Yeah. So Miller, my friend Miller, my buddy, he was dressed up as a train conductor, and I was dressed up as. And my Halloween costume this year was toxic masculinity. So I had a, a tank top on, like a cutoff with, a, with the toxicity symbol on it. Nice. And it what is said, that? What is the toxicity symbol? It's like the one that, like, have you ever had, like, uh uh have you ever played the game what's the game where you create a virus that's supposed to kill everybody oh um
0: plague uh, Bi- called plague? plague inc
1: yeah have you seen you know the something? logo for that app yeah yeah so that like was the biohazard drug- kind of yeah thing? the biohazard logo. word nice. so that was cool, on my cool. shirt and i wore a couple chains and a backwards hat and i was toxic masculinity for halloween we are driving to the university district in seattle and a black cat like runs across our path a black cat on halloween is it a real black cat or is it a person? It is a real black cat. <laughs> oh. And we just think, and I, and I literally said to him, I said, something bad is going to happen tonight. And, we, we, you know, of course, we go about our night. We're drinking a homemade beer, by the way. Our friend made homemade beer. This is what we're drinking on to start our night. And we arrive in the U, in the U District, we park our car, and we start drinking Fireball, as one does when you're in the U District on Halloween in 2019. Yeah, that's and, um, pretty standard something worth mentioning before I get actually into this story is right before we had headed to the youth district, we stopped by our high school where I picked up my high school diploma, which I promise is going to be relevant later on in the story. And, um, so we parked this car in the district and we decide that we're going to, you know, go just bounce around different frat parties until we can get in somewhere just because we want something to do. And it's Halloween. And, um, as soon as we get out of the car, we, 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 we in this parking lot and, it was like, you know, it was on, like it was on a hill and so we could see the, our trail of piss running away from the car, which I also probably probably
0: is, one of the most satisfying things about being a man.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can just you, <laughs> know, you whip it out and piss wherever you want. Piss
0: wherever you want, and watch it go. I'm and I, right and now. I and I
1: promise this will also be relevant to the story because right <laughs> After after a, after a pretty long time of um, you know, bopping around different parties and stuff, um my friend realized he doesn't have his car keys with him and so we say, okay, that's weird. You probably just dropped them somewhere inside this house that we were partying in. But, um, we go back t- to try and find the car. Um, you know, after a little while, because he's really worried about his keys and stuff, and we he- we realize. Upon getting back to the parking lot, the car is actually gone. It's been stolen because my my friend had left. He he had the he's wearing this these big like these overalls that had false pockets because like like I said, he was a train conductor. And whenever he tried to put them into his pocket, they fell like down his down through his down his leg and just like to the ground, like right next to the car where we were pissing before. And the the way we realized the car was missing was because. Our piss stream from before had led back to just this empty parking spot. And so the car had been stolen. My friend, he falls to his, he falls down to the ground. He's lying on his back. And he's just like, oh, my God. He's like, something's got to change. And, you see, and he's almost in tears. And I have this thing where I, I laugh whenever I'm nervous or whenever something really <laughs> fucked up is happening. So I just start laughing uncontrollably. And... Keep in mind I left my backpack in this car with my laptop and my high school diploma. So I I technically don't have my high school diploma cuz the day I picked it up it got stolen in in this in this car that went away. And, and and of course Miller had to he had to call the cops and he had to this and this and that. And the cops they show up like really in like 45 minutes. And um my friend just he he asks um you know, what were you doing? And he's being, he has all this attitude because his car was just stolen. And they, you know, explained that someone else had gotten stabbed and they were dealing with that first. And, um... <laughs> they, they, they—they're like smelling around. They, they're literally like smelling the air around Miller. And then,
0: where would they get down on the ground? And they're like,
1: "Have his <laughs> <nervous> cock." <laughs> mm. that's, that's piss. <laughs> it's like, fireball to me. They realized Miller smelled like alcohol, and they they said, "Sir, do you plan on driving tonight? Or did you plan on driving tonight?" And he goes, "Yes, sir." And the cop goes, "Did you plan on getting a DUI tonight?" And Miller goes, goes, no, sir." And um, I I, 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 they were no help at all. You know, they showed up. Big surprise! And they were like, "What's your fucking license plate? We're not gonna find your car."
0: The fucking jakes, man! Dude, no. for Halloween this year, I'm gonna be um, slutty Will Smith. I'm gonna go out in a thong and just start slapping the shit out of people. <laughs> that's a great idea. Halloween parties. That's a gr- that's a good costume. Okay, wait. Well, so that was it. But what happened? I
1: mean, yeah, that's the story. <laughs> I mean, we're in the U District. We kind of after your car is stolen. It really throws a wrench into your night. We kind of just had to, yeah. like, Charlie Brown walk back to the dorms. And, oh. and he actually ended up, I'm pretty sure, walking home that night, which he lived that in a neighborhood, sucks. you know, down, like, pretty far away. But, like, you just started pretty defeated.
0: I would feel pretty defeated after that. I mean, the highest yeah.
1: theft neighborhood in Seattle besides Belltown, and you left your car keys at the base of your car. Yeah, your district. stolen.
0: Your district really does fucking suck, though, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it
0: it really does suck. They don't have a single deli in u district, dude. Where are the fucking delis? Period in no Seattle. No fucking delis at all. No delis. I in wanted Seattle. a fucking sandwich so bad the other day, and nowhere. No Satriales. Hey, JB, come down to Satriales. Hey. Uh, hey come get a VL fake pump. radio. Yeah. No, nah, I wish, man. Yeah, I I do like Belltown though. Honestly, I I like I think I of my f- of my of like the neighborhoods in Seattle. I think Ballard, Pioneer Square, and Belltown are probably three of my favorites. Pioneer Square, we got so fucked up in Pioneer Square. We had yeah, a good time. It's just a good time. I went down there with uh uh Jackson and his brother Spencer, and uh, we went into a club that was like fully marble, and they had like these huge. Sp- like literally seven foot bouncers outside Blake and Blake Griffin. Yeah, and I, I walked around like this like velvet chain and then Spencer was like about to put it there was nobody else there by the way. He put his like leg over it and and the guy was like, Whoa, 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 go around. And there was nobody else there and he was like, Okay, shit, sorry. And uh anyway, we went in and there was a DJ up in like a little pulpit area. Spencer and I sat down and then Jackson sort of dancing in front of the <laughs> in front of the DJ. Oh and uh, they had a 50 Amex or just credit card or debit card lim- uh, minimum on their shit. And so we hung around there for a while. But there were like, these like women go-go dancers. That, at Like when you walked in, they had like these pom-poms. It felt unreal. It felt like it wasn't a real place. Yeah. And uh, I it's think it's a place where like Duke Ellington did heroin once in like the fifties. No, dude, no, no, no. It felt it felt like a place where like fucking Pitbull would go and do. Oh, coke. that's the vibe. Like it was all marble, and there were probably like twenty security guards, like standing like ten to twenty feet away from each other at all times. Hey, no disrespect to Mister Worldwide, though. I mean, no disrespect to him. No, not necessarily. And but like just like Pioneer Square as a place, like. Full of complete fucking dives, and then weird clubs. Yeah, and then like millennial hipster bars. I went to the courthouse in Pioneer Square one time. I saw my friends get married. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and then we got really, really fucked up uh, at this bar after. And like, uh, my friend had married like a, a Filipino woman, and like, uh, her, like the her, like the woman like had brought like had, had like a bunch of her friends from the Philippines traveled in, and like, do you speak Tagalog? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, they were, yeah, to to each other, but they were, like, just, like, relentlessly flirting with me and trying to make me smoke cigarettes, they rolled, and it was, like, really weird. They tried to make me sing for them at one point. The only uh, Tagalog word I know is kuya, which means brother. Brother. Yeah, I had a friend in high school who was, who was Filipino, and he told me that kuya means brother, so I started calling him kuya. Oh my god! Oh fuck! That's, cute. that's a cute story, though. That is cute. That's yeah, like it was that's a good like time. that's like a fun little Pioneer Square excursion with your friends. Yeah, it's just yeah, trying to make me sing for them. Yeah, uh, I am a we'll I'm an incredible married. singer. I mean, I sound like fucking Frank Sinatra. I like, sing right now! I swear to God, you fuck sound you, you sound like <laughs> Scott Walker. Aiden, you know Scott Walker? Yeah. Dude, I swear to God, Riley sounds exactly like Scott Walker Like when he talks.
1: Sometimes Riley will come over for family dinner and he'll tr- hold everybody else hostage and play a bunch of Scott Walker. Dude, he was holding really me hostage and playing some Autekker earlier today. Oh, fuck geez.
0: you. Ever, you like <laughs> and you like Scott Walker. You both I love Scott love Walker. <laughs> I, no, but seriously, though, I think Riley genuinely sounds like Scott Walker. Like, Riley talking and Scott Walker singing, it's the same fucking timbre it's raining today like you got it's it's there i don't know what it is i just feel it yeah no i I know what you mean you know what i mean i don't know i mean you you've known him for longer than i have can you you do a scott walker i just yeah dude uh copenhagen 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 Yeah. (laughs) yeah no scott walker yeah i'm gonna pivot from podcasting to making like albums about like like being afraid of Hawaii and like
1: yeah, I don't know like what his songs an are about. Anti like mask mandate album.
0: Yes, yeah, so like in yeah. the style of Scott like Walker. Van Morrison. Like Van Morrison did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why dude, are you on you Facebook? Pretend you're <laughs> living in. Ma- that's a song that he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you on Facebook? Yeah, it's I love a, that. A, that's a banger, dude. It's Pret- a good question. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's a good question. If you're on Facebook, seriously ask yourself that. Pretend you're living in Madagascar and you know what the local people, the natives, if you will what they listen to What? Madagascar? The only island in Africa? Yeah, but w- what? It's like exotica? Oh. <laughs> Come on, <Okay>. man. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a non sequitur, dude. I'm talking about Hawaii and like and like music that's like a white man trying to like capture native islander music. Well no, Skywalker literally just has a song about being afraid of going to Hawaii. Okay, well you should make a song about being afraid to go to Madagascar then. Yeah. oh uh, fuck, man. All right, it's only 50 minutes, but I don't know. Yeah, so we had some other stuff planned for today, but it kind of fell through. Yeah. Uh Fuck you to the person who's gonna come on the podcast. <laughs> no, today. no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> nah, we understand. Fuck you, it's man, we, man understand, okay. we understand. It's okay. I understand. don't understand.
1: JB understands? I don't understand. It's okay, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> Alright. Alright, we all get we yeah. Goodbye. Fake radio. FM. <laughs>